Hi, everybody, and welcome into this episode of Chamber Chat. My name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing at the Victory Bank in Limerick. We have a number of sponsors. We call them our MVPs uh, that we'd either like to bring up now or we will recognize them sometime uh, during the episode. Uh, but to start this episode, um, again, we're in the season five here. I can't, I can't believe it. Um, there we have it. There we have our 2021 mission and vision partners. I'm sure some of you would recognize some names there. Uh, we got Tomskin Viss there, Simply PEO, Tim Hillert and his team over there. Uh, Hobart's Run making a positive um, impact on the community. So these are our 2021 MVPs. So thank you once again uh, for your continued support of the chamber. It's greatly appreciated. So welcome into this episode. And uh, as we're beginning every episode now in season five, I have Eileen Daltrick. She is the president of the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. So I'm going to turn it over to Eileen for her segment, which we call the President's Desk. <laughs> Thanks, so Eileen, Bill. Take it away. Hello, everybody. Again, just uh, want to echo Bill's comments to those MVPs, those mission and vision partners. We could not be doing what we're doing without them. Uh, they've um, committed their uh, participation and their support for the next six months. Uh, we will be going into a strategic plan, so their support will help us keep our work going uh, and really come up with a new vision and a new look uh, for the Chamber starting in July of 2021. So appreciate their support, helping us getting through that strategic planning process. I'm just going to highlight a couple events that we have coming up. Uh, we have John Whitehall who is a chamber member, and we are looking forward to showcasing him twice in the month of February. On February 9th, he'll be doing a skill up session. Those are free to chamber members, and they're just an opportunity to skill up and just kind of uh, introduce yourself to, uh, reintroduce yourself to a topic and really kind of brush up on some of the details. Uh, so that first one will be productivity and time management, and that'll be again on Tuesday the 9th from 9 to 10.30. And then at the end of the month, on February 24th, we're having John for a membership breakfast, and that is going to be on top leadership blind spots. So hoping a lot of our chamber membership business owners, CEOs uh, will come out and really kind of focus on those leadership roles uh, and where they might be wanting to make some improvements. So again, that's Wednesday the 24th from 8.30 to 10. And then we also have Maximize Your Membership, so again, everybody, there's so many different things we offer and there's so many different ways people can take advantage of their membership. This is an opportunity to walk through some of those benefits with me uh, and a small group of people. And we just kind of talk about the different benefits, opportunities that are available and how to take the best approach to getting the best out of your membership, depending on why you joined and what type of business you're in and what you can afford budget-wise uh, and also time-wise. So. Uh, that'll be on Thursday, February 18th from 9 to 10 a.m. Just want to thank our guest who will be joining Bill momentarily. Uh, again, we love having this opportunity to showcase our chamber members, and I think everyone will enjoy today's show uh, with Brian. Thanks, Eileen. And uh, just a few things from your comments there. One, um, I've been to several of John Whitehall's presentations virtually. Um, he's fantastic, uh, two specifically over this uh, course of this pandemic, um, but I know him personally and he's very knowledgeable. Um, he encourages group participation, so there's an opportunity to really kind of workshop what you're learning there. Um, so that's a great thing. 
Um, second of all, with that chamber that feedback. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with that chamber membership, um, you know, maximizing your chamber membership, chamber chat is a part of that. Mm -hmm. And guess how much that costs you to be on chamber <laughs> chat? Zero. <laughs> Zero dollars. So we welcome uh, the opportunity to interview you uh, as a guest and your business. We want to hear your backstory. We want to hear what you're doing for the community and hopefully um, get you some additional exposure. And then third, and I think I mean, third, I'm pretty impressed with myself. I actually got your title right this time as president. You did. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. I just want to comment, you know, again, just even the chamber chat side of things, we've been trying to really promote people even going and watching past uh, episodes on YouTube, just because again, an organization like ours, you know, everybody wants to say you join for networking, but it's really relationship building and finding out more about these companies and who they are and what they do and the culture behind uh, their companies is really, I think, important to building those business relationships. And that's really what we want people to focus on. So uh, again, let us hear your story so we can help make stronger connections with you uh, between the businesses and the membership, but also the community. Yeah, absolutely. And Drew will put that contact information down in the show notes, but you can reach out to us uh, at podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. So, right. yeah. Thanks, Eileen. Right. Thanks, Bill. Are you signing off from the president's desk? I am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a well, great afternoon. We'll see you later. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Uh, and with that, we'll bring in our next guest. He has been on uh, the podcast before, um, uh, but I don't think chamber chat, but still uh, we need to talk to him because now is a great time um, for folks who want to assess where they are business-wise uh, from their IT perspective. Uh, again, this is gonna be an opportunity for us to talk to a subject matter expert, um, somebody who's been in business for a number of years uh, and I'm welcoming to the show, Brian Pickell. Brian is from KP Interface. So Brian, welcome to Chamber Chat Live. How are you? Thank you, Bill. Doing well, thank you. Awesome, it's great to have you on. And uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'll be honest with you, I'm gonna get probably right into this because sure. you know, prior to this, um, you had sent kind of an outline of what you wanted to talk about. And I was actually, I was pretty impressed by the length of this document <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> And, and, and just had me reflecting for a moment because I'm like, you know, I, I don't know how many businesses are really looking at this uh, from an IT perspective in this depth that you have this in. And, uh, you know, this isn't meant to be, you know, a 45 minute presentation or a full assessment of somebody's, but I think it's definitely is going to give some, some talking points, um, uh, you know, in people who are assessing IT. So, um, if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself and KP Interface, and then we'll kind of get into um, everything. Absolutely. Thank you. So I'm Brian Piquel. I'm the CEO and founder of KP Interface. We are considered a managed service provider uh, of technology, which basically means we are an outsourced provider to uh, small and mid-sized businesses um, who need IT help. Um, our passion at KPI is to power technology to empower business success. Um, you know, we provide thoughtful solutions for today's complex needs. We have a proven process of IT success that uh, really enables us to produce a great experience for our clients. And it's all about really a partnership we develop with our clients. It's built on trust that delivers to them efficiency, security, and ultimately peace of mind. Yeah. 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 You're, you're spot on there because I think, um, 
you know, as you just kind of, you go through business, right? And there's so many different things you have to focus on. IT might not necessarily be one of them until mm-hmm. you realize that you need IT. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know in part of your presentation here or, or your talking points is, you know, being able to scale and make it scalable. So, so let's start with um, IT strategic planning and management. You have a very interesting uh, few sentences here about things that are often overlooked. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So, you know, the way I see it, I'm a business owner like everybody else. Um, I happen to work in the IT space. Um, But uh, we all know that I would say the most businesses I encounter do some financial planning. They do a budgeting planning. I would I would expect most businesses do sales planning as well because that's the engine that drives the business. It drives growth. Um, Unfortunately, though, uh, amongst small to mid-sized businesses, what I find is that IT planning is often overlooked. Now, if you go back 10, 15 years ago or longer, maybe you, you know IT wasn't as big a part as it is today. But today, IT is essential. It's necessary. It's more than that. It's actually driving businesses now. People, especially with COVID, they found new ways to do things that they they didn't do before. And you know, it's Teams and Zoom, yeah, but it's also using business process automation. Um, it's it's using uh, technology really as a competitive advantage to their business. So, the question though I have for you know a lot of small or the the reality I find is that a lot of businesses just don't take the time to sit down and do IT planning. Now, part of that is probably because they're not experts in it. Um, but it's important to have a great partner or somebody in your company who can who can take that on. Um, so that's that's something that we do at KPI. Um, usually, it's not until you know disaster strikes with you know loss of data, a security breach. Um, you know, some, some sort of downtime that people uh, say, wait a minute, you know, how did, how do we get to this point? Um, maybe we should stop and, and really start thinking about uh, IT more strategically. And, and oftentimes we get called at that point too um, from prospects because they're just not happy with where things are. Yeah. And like you said too, you know, most folks aren't subject matter experts on IT, right? <laughs> right. They're not. I mean, no, they're not. Yeah. Just as I'm not, you know, I'm not in accounting, but I do my accounting planning and, and I'm not in other areas, but, but you have experts to reach out to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So t- let's talk about business objectives uh, for technology. Can you speak a little bit to that? Yeah. So I really think IT and technology should really be at the service of the business, right? So, um, and it should be considered as a tool, as something you can leverage to help, again, drive new business, uh, deliver business in, in a way you want to deliver it, um, show some reporting and business intelligence into what you do. But so really the first question uh, is you've got to begin with the end in mind. I love the Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. That's one of my favorites is let's start with what do we want from IT? What do we want from technology? How is it going to serve our business? And it's a good exercise. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people might be able to think of some small things at first. Oh, yeah, well, we wanted to make sure that, you know, our accounting system's up or our CRM system's up. But there's some other things that you find out in talking to people uh, that there's more to it than that. Um, you know, there's everything from security, which is a hot topic these last couple of years and will remain a hot topic. Um, but that's one that's one aspect. There's performance and productivity. 
uh, for you know sales, operations, finance, other parts of the business. You know how can we leverage technology better? I'll give you an example. Um, in our business, um, we were discussing last week with a provider who does uh, automation in um, you know uh, what we consider to be service uh, like move ad changes in the Microsoft cloud world. So right now, if you want to make a change, you have to go into a cloud manager and, and do all these different things. But what they're finding is, that, look, we have a system where you can make these things automated, and that'll save you time. And it might enable me to not have to hire as many people um, at first, which, you know, again, is something every business owner, every controller, every CFO is thinking about how can we do more with less. So productivity is a big part of it. Um, reliability and uptime are obviously things that people expect, but they're not always there. I would have to be on a call with a client today about some marketing concern I had, and he told me, hey, did you know that your uh, employee, Colin, your tech, was helping me out yesterday? And I said, no, I wasn't aware. I just didn't hear about it. He goes, well, he really pulled us out of a jam. He said, uh, Verizon, every, I don't know if people know, but Verizon had some major outages yesterday along the East Coast. And uh, while I wasn't permanently affected, I had some, some issues, like a lot of people did. But their site was down for about uh, four or five hours. And he said, yeah, we worked with Colin. He showed us how we could forward our phone system to a cell phone so calls would still come through. He showed us a way in which we could use our wireless connectivity to get to the internet and a way in which we could get to our email using another platform. So that's the kind of thing that uh, clients uh, want and people need from their technology is how do we, even if things aren't perfect, how do we adjust? Um, how do we, how do we move forward? So that's important. Uh, restorability. How do we restore from a disaster? I ask people all the time, I say, you know, do, do you have good backups? And they'll say, yes, uh, we think we do. I mean, we're told that we do, or I, you know, I haven't heard otherwise, but as a business owner, especially if you're a smaller business owner, if you're a head of operations or whatever, whoever's responsibility it ultimately is, you need to know that not only do you have good backups, but you know that you can properly restore as well. Um, and a lot of people can't say that they have that or they do any test in that fashion. So all this goes into IT planning, you know, and, and there's a lot more that can go into it as well. But, but these are all kinds of things that people need to be uh, thinking about, talking with, discussing with. And it doesn't have to happen, you know, uh, you know, all the time. And it doesn't have to be a, a, a six-hour session. You know, I would think that if you did it a couple-hour session a year and then you meet about it once a quarter, most companies will be in better shape than they are in today. Yeah, and, and I would encourage folks, so if you're a business owner or you're an individual of influence within your organization and you happen to be watching this, uh, please feel free to drop a comment. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for uh, Brian, uh, you know, we have him available right now to answer any of those questions, but it would also encourage you to reach out. I mean, you've already, <laughs> we're not even 15 minutes in and he's provided amazing value and some amazing uh, thinking points for uh, business owners. Um, so, so talk to me about, so I guess when you're assessing, uh, there maybe on a quarterly basis, what like, um, uh, it goals and that assessment looks like, please. Yeah. Well, well, Bill, that's, that's an important part of the whole puzzle. Um, you know, I walk into a lot of prospects, uh, over, you know, throughout the year. And one of the first things we'll ask is, Hey, when was the last time you had an it assessment? Or do you even have an inventory of everything you have? And oftentimes the case is, you know, we haven't had an assessment ever. 
or we haven't had an assessment in years. And really, that's the place you really need to start. You need to take a look at, well, the way we do it at least, is we first um, do a scan of the environment. So we, we, we do a scan of everything and capture all the inventory, capture you know the standards that the environment is working under, all the details. We do a walkthrough of the environment. So we want to see where things are. Uh, we want to see you know, if uh, you know, things are properly protected for power or um, if you have a server room or a network closet, how are things structured there? Are things clearly labeled, et cetera? Because when you have a disaster, the last thing you want to be doing is guessing as to what, you know, what's what in, in a server closet or, or network closet. So then we also conduct interviews. We conduct interviews with a key point of contacts in the organization. And it could be somebody, again, somebody from sales, somebody from accounting, executive, et cetera. And we interview them and we talk to them about how is technology working for you? What systems do you use? Do they work? Are they working well? And a lot of businesses are sometimes surprised that um, you know, their employees have feedback about how the systems are either working great or not working so great. And sometimes it might just be training that some people need. It could be they need an upgrade or a different system to use. But you do this assessment and the assessment really um, does a gap analysis. Okay, so here's our technology today. Based on the conversations, this is where we'd like it to go. So then we provide a set of recommendations and a strategic plan that says, this is how you need to get where you want to go, and this is how we're going to get there. Here's the plan. Here's the path. And that, once you have that established, then it is a matter of you know, it could be monthly, it could be quarterly, it could be semi-annually. But the point is that you are at least on a regular rhythm of revisiting those things and saying, okay, did we do the things we meant to do last quarter? Great. Uh, or no, there's still something to do. What's, what's next quarter look like? And really what that provides for the business is a, a lot of stability. Um, it provides financial insight to potential expenditures. It provides um, an outlook as to where they, they, they will be, and it also provides a way to avoid potentially problematic situations. Uh, we were working with a prospect about four months ago. Uh, we were working with them. We did, it, we did a kind of a free assessment for them last year, and then they called us out of the blue with a major disaster. They had a major security breach. You're talking about 160 computers hmm. um, who was in, busy in manufacturing, basically had to shut down for a time until we could remediate the breach. And then we were able to get them on a security plan that put them in a great spot from security and disaster recovery. Um, but, you know, I'm sure that those people would have preferred not to go through that exercise at all. You know, involved talking to insurance companies, talking to lawyers, talking to all kinds of experts about what to do. Um, you've got a whole nightmare on your hands with potential media relations as well if something that, like that happens, especially if there's any kind of compromised data, clients, et cetera. So our job and the job of any IT department or job of any IT firm is to really ensure that the customer doesn't uh, have to go through that that harmful exercise. So, so, so I had one, one comment and one question. Um, I guess from a comment perspective, it would benefit a business owner to speak to somebody like you and KP Interface to do that assessment, right? Um, I heard you word, you heard you use the word complimentary, and it sounds like you'll go in and do that complimentary assessment for them. Am I correct? 
Well, we do sometimes offer complimentary assessments. They're kind of a little bit more high level, mm-hmm. um, kind of just an opportunity for us to give you some you know, quick lay of the land, some quick pointers about what we see out there. Um, but typically, um, our assessments are paid for. And what we do, because we're spending typically, uh, we're not going in for a two or three hour assessment. Right. I mean, uh, we go in and we might interview somebody for an hour. So I'll do five or six interviews or one of my VCOs will do five or six interviews um, and then compile all that information. We'll have an engineer go out, do all the scanning, which produces upwards of 20 to 40 reports. We then analyze that as a team. Um, and then we produce our findings and our recommendations our strategic plan and a budget, a, a temporary but preliminary budget for them to know what does the next three years look like. And um, and that's, that's a paid engagement typically. Um, so yes, there's sometimes what we'll go in and we'll offer sometimes to chamber members or so others will do a complimentary uh, IT health check or something to give, at least give them an idea of where they might stand. And then if they want to engage us in something more in depth, we can do that. Yeah, and that's and that's great of you to offer. And, my, and my, I guess my other question would be: if I'm a business owner, um, I see value in what you could potentially bring to my organization, but um, it's not something I want to commit to from a budget perspective. Um, what does that conversation sound like? And what would you say to that business owner when you're sitting at the table and they say, "You know what? We appreciate what you've done, but it's just not in our budget right now." Yeah. So um, if you're talking about the assessment itself, then um, you know, you have to walk them through the exercise of, of really what, what usually what happens is I ask them a few questions about what they know about their own technology, uh, what they know about their own cybersecurity, what they know about their own disaster recovery and backup strategy. And that usually leads them to realize that they need to invest in something yeah. and to have a professional evaluation done. We don't charge an enormous amount for that. We actually use kind of a, a discounted rate because typically what happens is um, we um, are looking to then provide other services after that, right? So it, it's really just to cover our time to go in and do a, a complete professional evaluation. But it's it's not for everybody, but you know, it also is a good gauge for us to understand how serious they are about their technology. Um, you know, so yeah, we'll come in and do a free, free consultation, a free assessment, you know, kind of minor assessment, but if they want us to look under the hood and really get into the nuts and bolts of what they have and what they don't have and how they might be at risk, um, then, uh, that's something we'll do. One thing that we do in part of our scans is we'll scan their network for any potential, um, personal or, uh, you know, data that they might have credit cards, social security numbers. And we find those things. Um, because some companies keep those things in Excel spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that, of course, is that um, that means that that can be compromised through a security breach. And that puts them at great risk. So, I mean, it, it, I would find that it, it's probably worth it if they haven't had an assessment done for a while or have never had one done. At least get the first one done. And then I, you'll find savings on the back end from preventing um, you know, future disasters or leveraging the technology you currently have in a better way that will help your business. You know, maybe it'll make your sales better. Maybe it'll make business reporting better. One thing that we've been able to do at KPI is use reporting to help us to make really smart decisions, whether it be operationally, financially, sales. Uh, we use that reporting every Like we might have lost uh, Brian's signal there. Brian, I'm not sure if you can hear me or not, but uh, 
your uh, signal froze. Day. Uh, we're getting him back there. Are you back, Brian? I can't. I can't hear you though, unfortunately. Can't hear. Can't hear Brian. So, so what you know? Again, I think when Brian's going through his presentation, there is just the importance of having that IT uh, assessment, and uh, you know, it, it just you. There's a lot that's going on with the pandemic. There's a lot that goes on with normal business operations, and it's really, really difficult, uh, you know, to take the time to do that IT assessment, and again, have the subject matter experts in there who are really going to understand and really know what you need from an IT perspective. So, um, so Brian, I know can, you can still hear me. Can I hear you yeah. or no? Yeah, yeah, you can hear me now, right? Okay, yeah, I got you back. Okay, go ahead. Okay, great. Yeah, we have a few minutes left, so, um, so go ahead, continue, please. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so all I was basically saying is that the assessment and the planning can really save people money in the long run. Um, and it can really present prevent you know future expenditures that you wouldn't expect you might have that you're not expecting in the future. So um, the other thing that comes up a lot, Bill, is compliance. Um, a lot of people are facing more and more compliance needs. Um, sometimes it's it's hard and fast, like HIPAA requirements for healthcare providers, and other times it's for um, you know it could be the pharmaceutical industry, it could be um, those people in the manufacturing industry who have NIST compliance. Uh, people who are doing work in Europe have GDPR compliance. So again, um, sometimes we get called out of the blue saying, hey, um, we need to get GDPR compliant for this uh, proposal we're trying to finish tomorrow or, or next week. And really, again, if you're doing proper IT planning, you can, you can schedule those things out. You can make sure that you're prepared as a business to meet all those needs that you might have in the future. So um, that's something else that, that's important. And then finally, really on the planning part, it's just part of it. But then has to come the execution and ongoing management of the strategic plan. And that's another thing that you need to have somebody you can trust, somebody you can rely on to, um, to make sure that that's being done on a regular basis. That's great. And we appreciate you going through all those points. And I, and I have to tell you, if that little glitch is any representation of how quick you can fix something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I did? I'll be honest with you. What I did was... I'm on a headset because it was recommended. Get a headset, you know, connected. So I was on that. I don't know what happened, but I quickly switched to my camera microphone and my other speaker so I could at least get back engaged and I got my headset back and running. So look at that. Yeah. And I'm the worst, and I'm the worst tech at KPI. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what the other ones do then. They're they're pretty sharp guys. And yeah, that's great. So, uh, Brian, where can I know we have your website up there right now, but how yep. else can folks get in touch with you, please? Well, we can be reached at 610-994-9800. That's our, our main phone number. Uh, kpinterface.com is our um, is our web address. We're going to be doing a new website in the next month, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, of course, we're on Facebook. We're on, we're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. We're everywhere on social media. And uh, we're right there in Limerick, off the Limerick exit. Um, on Lewis Road. If you want to stop by, feel free anytime. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. And if you wouldn't mind holding on for uh, just a moment. Sure. Uh, you know, normally uh, folks during the chamber chat live, this is where I will give my networking uh, tip. Uh, not I have, I've been missing them to be quite honest with you the last few episodes. Uh, but instead of giving a networking tip, I wanted to give a local eatery uh, a shout out. And uh, I, this story goes back a ways because as Pottstown has gotten revitalized, um, there's a number of restaurants that my wife and I have had on the list to try. 
And I would say probably about six weeks ago, you know, again, we had our reservations because I'm thinking to myself, am I really going to be able to find a decent cheesesteak in Pottstown? And uh, we went to Jim and Sue's High Street Steaks over there in the uh, the terminal market. And uh, we were we were impressed. We were really impressed. The food tasted good. It was great service. So fast forward to uh, six weeks later or last week in this case. And I said to my wife, I was like, you want to try it again? You think it's as good as last time? So sure enough, um, you know, my wife pulled up the order on the mobile phone and the existing order popped up. We placed the order. It was ready before I got there. Uh, and then upon my arrival was really greeted with some wonderful folks. Um, they had no idea who I was. I was just an average customer to them. Um, not that I'm any big celebrity or anything like that, but I, you know, I have, I have a voice here on chamber chat and, uh, they were extremely kind and gracious and their food is fantastic. It really is. Uh, the shaved ribeye, uh, for the cheesesteak is just phenomenal. So if you haven't been to Jim and Sue's high street steaks, uh, they are chamber members. Uh, if you have not been there, I highly recommend it. It was a really, really great experience two times now. Um, so I'm anxious to go back a third time again. So Brian, thank you once again uh, for thank being you, on Chamber Chat Live here. Once again, my name, I'm a Pottstown celebrity, please, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, my name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. And until we connect again, all my best and bye for now. Thanks, Bill. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, Turn on notifications, subscribe, or share. Want to be a guest? Email podcast at tricountyareachamber.com.